I don't know if you're like me, but lately I've felt very lost, super overwhelmed, very unsure. And the reason? Well, the reason is because my routine is changing. I personally am a routine person. I love knowing that I have control. I love knowing that I know what the next thing is going to be. And when I lose that sense of control, when I lose that routine or the structure that really helps keep my mind at ease and my heart on track, it has me feeling very, very lost. And if you're like me, then today's podcast is just for you. Hey guys, and welcome back to Hustle to Happiness Podcast. I'm your host, Deidre Weaver. I'm so grateful that you're taking time out of your day to just sit here with me to share my heart, my words, and hopefully fill your cup. Your love, your support means more to me than you will ever, ever know. So please enjoy, buckle up, and let's get to it. Hey there, how are you? Oh my goodness, I hope you're having the best day so far. Today is going to kind of be some real talk. I want to share just what's on my heart and what I've been going through because maybe you can relate. And I want to share some of my biggest tips and things that I'm doing to just make sure that I'm taking care of me and I'm making sure that my heart is in the right place, my attitude is in check, and I'm still able to show up the best version of me. So, If you don't know, if you're living in real time, then coronavirus is still around and it's causing a lot of unknown changes in what's to come. Part in my child's school, what's to come, what to expect, how they're allowed to go back. And for me, this affects a lot of my child's school. Are they able to go back? Can they hang out with their friends? Do they have to wear masks? Can they go to PE? All the little bitty details in what their day is going to look like, if they're able to go back to school, if they have to remote learn, it's all in, up in the air because honestly, nobody has any idea. And we're all just trying to figure it out as we go, which is comforting. But at the same time, if you're like me and you're a routine person, this could be totally detrimental to you. especially if you don't know how to recognize what is bothering you and if you don't know how to take control of your life to really help you ease those feelings and feel less overwhelmed and more like you know what the heck you're doing. Because at this point in life, we do not know what the school year will look like. We have no idea what's to come. We have no idea what to expect. I am 100% confident that everyone is doing the best that they can to make this successful. The hard part for me, though, is the loss of routine. (laughs) I like things done and I like things done my way. I have a set-to-set, a day-to-day schedule that I love to follow. I love to make sure that I know what's going on because when I lose that sense of direction, when I lose that sense of what's next, when I feel like I'm not in control, it really 
I'm like standing there holding my hands in the air like, oh, what do I even do with my hands? Like that feeling just kind of overwhelms me. So I felt that a lot the last month and I'm totally that person. Tell me what to do and that's what I'm going to do. But when we face the school situation, there's three, four, there's hundreds of different possibilities of which route you can take. In our school specifically, there is the option to go in person, which is mixed with remote. There is the option to do full on remote or personally, I have tossed around the idea of homeschool. And while none of them are perfect, those are the only options that I have to choose from. And that's kind of scary. The reality of I am truly deciding my child's future is a little heavy. And add that to the fact that I'm trying to build a business. So I work 40 plus hours from home every single day. And I have three children I'm like in Dorothy's tornado over here just trying to get my feet on the ground. And I really have had some hard days and I've had days where I've ate like crap because of the stress and the days where I just haven't shown up as my best. But at the end of the day, I know that the only way out of this feeling and this sense of loss is it's really me. It's just standing up and it's figuring out what's going to help me. So... Maybe you're in that same boat. Maybe you are the parent who's like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? How am I going to teach my children and work full time and X, Y, Z, right? Because majority of adults in this country, like you go work and your children go to school. So how are you supposed to teach your kids while you're at work? And I know the teachers have that extra stress of how am I supposed to give these kids a quality education when I may or may not even be able to see them? How am I going to connect with them? How am I going to make this fun? We are all faced with different hurdles. But again, I want to remind you, everyone else around you is in the exact same boat. Everyone else around you feels that sense of, of worry. And I don't say that to disqualify your feelings. I say that because I want you to validate your own feelings. I want you to understand that your worry is so, so, so understood. I say that because I want you to know, me too. I feel it too. And it's really freaking heavy. And maybe your worry has nothing to do with school because maybe you don't have kids. But I'm sure if you struggle with routine loss, if you struggle with that sense of control, then you're going to be able to connect with this. So stick with me because I want to work through this with you. And I tell you all this story not to let you sit in those feelings, not to make you worry some more, but I truly think that in order for us to connect on this level and in order for us to use these tools to grow, then you got to know where I'm coming from. So truthfully, when you're starting down this process um, of the loss of control, you may not recognize it at first. You may not realize that it's really worrying you, right? And especially if you just kind of show up and you do the things and you, you have a set routine, you go through the motions, not because they're intentional, but because it's just what you do, right? You're just checking the boxes to get by. And I think that that's the first sign. The first sign is asking yourself, are you just checking these boxes to get by? So getting up and doing your work workout, making sure you're eating right, doing X, Y, Z, because that's just what you do next. 
Or are you still bringing the intention to your day every single day? Are you showing up and giving it your all? Are you showing up and showing up with heart, not just to get by? Because that right there is the first sign and it's the most important. Because you know me, I will never, ever, ever tell you to just survive. I don't want you to just get by your day-to-day because you're checking boxes. I don't want you to just be okay and then finally end up in this groundhog routine, drowning, feeling like you're lost. I want you in everything you do all day long to show up with so much intention, with so much heart, with so much love that you genuinely feel it all. You bring it all to the table because guess what? You are so full of energy, you don't have another option. And I think sometimes it's really, really easy to get in the, I'm full of love, I'm full of energy, I'm full of excitement to the, oh my gosh, things are going downhill, but this is what I do, this is how I show up every day, and I'm just going to keep showing up because I got to check that box. So let me gut check you real quick. How have you been showing up in your life? Is it with intention or is it to check the box? And if it's to check the box, sister, there's no shame. I feel it, but I want to remind you, you only have one life to live and you do not deserve to live a mediocre life. You deserve that no matter what you bring, it is the best. You are fulfilled. You are happy from the inside out. And that's why I have to gut check you on that because I don't need you just getting by. Your kids don't need you just getting by. Your spouse doesn't need you just getting by. They want you to thrive. They want you to smile. They want you to laugh. They want you to feel so freaking good. But we are the only ones who can gut check ourselves. So step one, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Legit. (laughs) Like, no, literally. Step two, if you recognize that you're kind of starting to just get by and check the boxes, it's really important to get down to the reason. What is it that's bothering you? What is that stressor? What is the thing that's triggering the anxiety or the overwhelm or the stress factor? For me, um, it's the school. It's 100% the school situation. What am I going to do for my kids? What's going to happen if X, Y, Z, right? When, when these things happen, and especially for me in the loss routine, I start going through the what ifs. What if, what if, what if, what if, what if? So what? What if what? What if it all works out perfect? What if it all goes so smooth? What if this ends up being the start of something even more beautiful than I ever imagined? We so often look at the negative what ifs, but what if you spin it and look at the, at the positive what ifs? What if this is the thing that's going to change your entire life and you just don't know it yet? Really sit down right now and think, what's the thing that's causing you the most worry? What is that stressor? What is the thing that is is really on your heart so heavy that maybe you don't realize it? Maybe you're unsure, but when you sit and think and digest your feelings, you're like, oh yeah, that's totally it. I think too often... That's the biggest struggle for most adults. We were never taught to feel. We were never taught to really look inside. We were never taught to to really understand our own thoughts and our own actions and our own personality, honestly. And I think that that is super detrimental. In my journey in learning who I am, it has been the biggest help to just understand how my own brain works and to understand that 
I'm so incredibly unique. No one else thinks or acts or responds like I do. But if you don't know how you think or respond or act and you don't know why you do what you do, it's very important that you take this time to really get to know who you are. Get to know who you are from the inside. Get to know why you react that way. Get to know why things bother you. Get to know more of the person you are, the person you're meant to be and accept that person. You were made on purpose with a purpose. Nothing about you is a mistake. And when you can truly accept that and just celebrate that fact, gosh, it's so incredibly empowering. Now, step three is when we start to get into the juicy deeds, right? You recognize that you're just getting by. You've recognized the thing that's stressing you out. But now what? right? Like now what, what, what do we do to fix this? And I think the thing you have to remember is that you have to step three, control the controllable. You have to sit in the situation and you have to ask yourself, what about it? Can I control? What can I change? What can I do to feel better from the inside out? Cause that's really the honest goal. The goal isn't to control everything. The, the goal isn't to be that insane control freak who knows all, all the things, right? Who's, who's the total boss, who is totally in charge, who is the micromanager. That's not the goal. The goal is simply to allow ourselves some peace from the inside so that we The goal is simply to allow ourselves peace on the inside. So even though we don't have control, we do have control of how we act or respond. We do have control about how we're showing up in our lives. And I think that that's super, super important. It's not that we are in control of every single outcome. If you live that life and that lie, you will always feel inadequate. You will always feel overwhelmed. You will always feel anxiety because you're not in control. God is in control and everything that happens is out of your control. Honestly, in life, you only are able to control two things, two things. And I want you to make a note of this. The two things that you can control your actions and your attitude. And so many times because we can't control the outcome, our attitude and our actions are really freaking shitty, right? Like we are in a terrible mood and we make really bad decisions and we react in terrible negative ways because we can't control the outcome. So this is my reminder to you. You only can control two things, your actions and your attitude. That's it. Those are the only things that you have control of. So you really have to let go of the outcome. You have to let go of how other people are going to react. You have to let go of your expectations and instead ask yourself, how can I show up and control my attitude? How can I show up and control my actions? And this is me asking you out loud. Has your attitude been the best? Have your actions been the best? For me, I can say no, hands down. My actions, I was eating junk food. I was eating sugar. I was loading up. I was stressing out. My actions is I was being lazier. I was looking for a numbing outlet such as taking a nap or watching TV or just 
numbing myself by scrolling social media, right? Those are the negative actions that I was taking because of my stress. My attitude, I just was not happy. I have been blah. I haven't been showing up with love. Instead, I've been showing up with worry. And it leaves me staring at my phone. It leaves me ignoring my family. It leaves me just bleh. That that feeling is literally how I've been feeling. And it's because I'm not allowing myself to control the controllable. I'm letting the unknown, I'm letting the worry, I'm letting the outcome be the thing that's in control. And so I really needed to check myself and say, dude, what can you control in this situation? Because the answer isn't going to be the school year. I can't control if the kids will go to school. I can't control what the the format's going to be. I can't control X, Y, Z. I can control, though, how I'm showing up as a mom. I can control the space that I'm allowing my kids to live in. And it's my duty to show them what to do when you're faced with the unknown. It's my duty to show them how you can make the best out of any situation, no matter what that is. And so I needed that reminder to myself. I needed to to say like, all right, here's the situation at hand. What can you control and what are you going to do about that? And I really want you to take these three steps, the three entry steps to kind of gauge where you're at. See where you are on your overwhelm bus and and ask, what can we do? Where are we driving to, right? Like, I want to get you to the safe place, but we can't get you there until you are familiar with what's going on inside your heart. When you can actually recognize how you're feeling and figure out why so that you can ask yourself, what can you control? Once you get this first step done, and this is always normally the hardest for me because I struggle with feelings. I struggle with emotions. I struggle with asking myself, what do you need? Because I'm too often giving to everyone else around me. So it's really asking me, all right, here's the situation at hand. What do you need to show up in with a better mood? What do you need to take better action? What do you need to feel good from the inside out? So let me be that, that happy conscious on your shoulder and ask, what do you need? What do you need to feel better from the inside out? And I want you to think about that. Okay, now the tangible stuff because I don't want to just leave you kind of like faced with the bus head on deer in the headlights, right? I want to truly help you work through this because I know tangible action is what helps me feel better. Being in control is what helps me feel better. And the cool thing about this is You're literally in control of your actions and your attitude. So no matter what's going on around you, those are two things you get to be in control of. And I think too often we want to control everything else around us that we forget that we are ultimately the controllers of of us. And that's the most powerful thing. So for me, the first things first is I've got to make sure that I'm moving my body because I feel better when I'm taking care of my health 100%. So I got to make sure that every single day I'm moving my body some way. The second thing is I got to make sure I'm eating right. And you heard one of my triggers and one of my outlets is stress eating. 
I love sugar. It's all of that, right? So how do I control my eating? And especially, I think a lot of people can connect with this because food is such an emotional thing. We eat when we're happy, we eat when we're sad, we eat when we're stressed out, we eat when we're bored. Like that's just kind of how humans connect, right? Like I remember one time I had broken up with my boyfriend and I gave up a commitment of being one year sugar free and I ate a pan of brownies because I was sad and I was living in pity, right? Like that's that was something I easily could have controlled but I went straight to food. And that emotional eating has never changed. But the thing about it is you can recognize it and you can make strides to change. So if you are like me and you've realized you've been emotional eating, now's the time where you get to set boundaries. You get to take control of your food. So maybe that means here are my tangible action steps, making a meal plan, getting all of the junk, literally all the junk food out of my cabinets, out of my freezer, out of my fridge, anything that's willing to tempt me, it's gone. Making sure that I'm following my nutrition plan. Making sure that I'm taking care and I'm drinking my water every single day. Those are little bitty things, but in the long run, those make the biggest difference. Simply drinking more water instead of reaching for soda or an energy drink or a milkshake, right? Like little steps create big action and you're not going to feel your best if you're not fueling your body properly. And so I had to recognize, okay, here is my bad habit of stress eating. So I need to set rules and boundaries because I love being in control. I love routine. I love just following a plan. So for me personally, setting those rules and boundaries are so incredible because I get to take control. I get to put my energy into making sure I follow the plan, making sure I'm fueling my body right, that I'm not as worried about what I can't control because I get to focus on this. So I use it as my outlet. I use it as the thing that gets me through because it's something that I can take control of. And when you are at a loss of control, that's all that you're looking for. You're just looking for something to get you through, right? You're just looking for something to bring you at ease, to give you that sense of relief. So I want to ask you about that. What bad habits do you have and what can you do to take control of those bad habits? Are there certain rules or guidelines or expectations you can put on yourself so that you can show up the best that you can, right? And maybe your actions are something such as drinking a bottle of wine every night or binging out on Netflix or ignoring your entire family and scrolling social media because I'm totally guilty of that where I'll just, if I'm stressed, I'll go through my day, just keep scrolling, keep scrolling, keep scrolling. For me, the action to take control of that is to make sure that I'm putting my phone away, literally in a drawer, put away so that it's not even a distraction. Making sure that I'm scheduling time with my family and turning off all technology so that I get that time. It's taking control of what you're doing to replace the bad habits with good. Why? Because you are in control of your actions and if you don't change it, well, you're not going to be where you want to be a year from now, a month from now, a week from now. And it's that reminder is you don't have to control the outcome. You have to find something right now that you can control so that you feel the sense of 
You feel the sense of worthiness so that you feel the sense of peace so that you aren't running around like a chicken with your head cut off and instead you can breathe again because you're not so overwhelmed because you have that healthy outlet for control. Then your attitude. How can you control your attitude? Well, it's the way that you talk to people. It's the things that you say. It's the things that you do. When you want to insert your worries and insert your fears and insert all those limiting beliefs or insert all the negativity, it's this is where you get to take control and say, you know what? I'm not going to breathe life into those. That is not the life I want to live. I will not sit here and complain. I'm not going to call my friends and complain. I'm not going to continue bringing attention to this bad thing. Instead, I'm going to look for the good. I'm going to say, I'm so excited because. I'm so happy because. I'm so thankful because. And maybe you're like, oh, I don't even know where to start with that. Sister, go get a notebook. And every single morning, I want you to sit down and do gratitude. I want you to write the things that you're so incredibly grateful for. Things that you're happy about. At the end of the day, make a joy list. What today has blessed you? What put a smile on your face? What are you so incredibly excited for? When we can change the way we think and change the things that we allow to come out of our mouth, then watch. Right there, you're controlling your outcome. You're controlling your mindset. You're controlling how you're showing up in your day-to-day. So for me, those are the super, super powerful things. And maybe you're thinking, but Deidre, you already did all of these. Again, it comes back to the, am I just surviving to get through this and letting worry and old bad habits sneak in? Because I think that that's it. We think that just because we get on a path and we start doing these things, our entire life is going to change. But that's not the truth. The truth is we're still going to have triggers. We're still going to have things that get in our way. We're still going to have life happen to us. And Sadly, that's just part of it. But the cool thing is you 100% get to control how you respond to it. Once you can recognize it, and then once you can see your bad habits and start replacing them with good. So right now, for your action steps when it comes to controlling the controllable. So ask yourself a bit about the situation. What actions and attitude have you not liked? What are those poor or negative habits that you've been doing, the actions you've been taking, the attitude you've been carrying that really aren't the best you? The best version of you would not eat all the junk food. The best version of you would not say all the negative things, right? So ask yourself, what can you do to control those bad habits? And if you need to, because I'm a pen and paper kind of person, sit down with a piece of paper and on the left side, write all the bad habits that you're not happy about or the things that you know the best version of you would not do. Write that list out and it may take you a while. It may take you some quiet time. Step away and get 10 minutes to yourself so that you can do this because I can tell you it's going to be so incredibly powerful for you to actually get it out of your mind because so often when we're sitting in anxiety and worry, it's because we're only talking to ourselves. We're only caught in our own heads and this is my gut check for you. You have to get it out because we can convince ourselves of anything. We can tell ourselves we're not worthy or we're not enough, but when you say it out loud, it kind of sounds silly, right? So I want you to write down all your bad habits, the little things that you've recognized you've been doing, 
Maybe it's hitting snooze five times. Maybe it's reaching for that sugar at 2 p.m. Maybe it's the extra soda that you have each day. Maybe it's the wine of an evening. Now that you have all your bad habits on that left-hand side of the paper, down, like down the paper, I want you to take the right side of it and I want you to ask yourself, what action steps can you take to overcome those bad habits? So maybe your bad habit is that you keep hitting snooze, right? What action can you take to take control of that bad habit? Well, you can move your alarm across the room. You can set multiple alarms. You can have a friend give, like literally phone a friend, make somebody call you every morning if that's what you need. For each bad habit that you have, I want you to set one, two, maybe three different action steps that you can take to control that, right? And then maybe grab another piece of paper and I want you to write down all the things all the bad attitude that you are holding on to. So maybe it's limiting beliefs. Maybe it's things that you're saying. Maybe it's the complaining that you're doing. What are the things that you're noticing? Kind of like brain dump everything that's stuck in your head. Again, we have to get it out. We have to get it off of our own mind because we're only listening to ourselves. Get it on paper. Just brain dump all the negative thoughts that you're holding on to or that you're worrying with. And on the opposite side of the page, flip that. So instead of looking at the shadows, look at the sunshine. What good can you bring to that? What is the positive of it? And I really, really want you to recognize this. So maybe maybe your fear is that you're not going to be able to teach your children. The good thing is they're going to get... When it comes to your attitude, it's really important for you to sit down and figure out what those limiting beliefs would be have been what have you been telling yourself what are the negative things that you're that you've been thinking what is the hard that you've been sitting in and how can you use the right side of your paper to bring sunshine to that instead of sitting there in the worry or the negativity or the limiting beliefs what good can you bring to that? What are the positive things you can say? What are the positive things that you can think? How can you really flip the script on the mindset? And I'm not saying pretend that it's not there. I'm not saying don't feel because that defeats the purpose. That doesn't actually help you grow through it. What I'm saying is even though this thing's hard, what is the good that can come from it? What are the lies that are trapped in it? What is the mindset shift that you can take about the situation to really get creative in this time and to to bring joy to your own life? So look for the good in every situation. So instead of writing down just the fear, you'll have the fear on the left. On the right, bring joy to that. Find the good in that situation. What can you look to to make that better, right? In this instant, teachers are getting super freaking creative. They're figuring out awesome new ways to connect to their to their kids. Parents have gotten so much more time with their children. I hope these tips were super, super helpful. I hope that maybe you can relate too. If you struggle with loss of routine, if you struggle with sense of losing control, then I want to ask you, are you building a new routine for you? Seasons are always going to change. Life is always going to change. What are you doing about it? Because that for me is the most powerful thing. As I'm losing my new routine, as I'm losing kind of what I I want and what I expect, it's giving me opportunity to figure out a different routine, 
to find a new way to make this work. It's scheduling my day and knowing that this first week, it may not be perfect or exactly what I imagined, but every day I have the opportunity to adjust it a little bit. And when you can let go of the control and instead tell yourself it's a learning process and I can only control two things, my action and my attitude. And when you're willing to learn and you're willing to grow and you're willing to just control what you can control, you're going to see that that sense of responsibility, that sense of overwhelm, the sense of anxiety is really going to start lifting off your shoulders and you're going to be able to stand up taller and you're going to be able to breathe better because you're not harboring all of these stresses and worries that you literally have no control of on your shoulders. And maybe you needed that reminder today. Maybe you need to know that the way that it was supposed to be may not be what it looks like. But at any point in time, you have the opportunity to put both feet on the ground and stand up. It reminds me of, you know, the the thought of, oh my gosh, I'm drowning in this water and you're flailing around and you feel so lost. But if you would stand up, you realize that the water only goes to your shin. It's really empowering when that situation that you feel like is pulling you under, you realize you have the power to stand up and you realize that you do have control, even when it doesn't feel like it. Because at the end of the day, you are the person in your life. You are the one making decisions on how you show up. So if you would just stand, the water's not that deep, friend. I hope today's podcast was super, super helpful. And I would love to see what action you're taking what you're doing to get rid of the worry and stress, what you're doing to really create new routine and control in your own life. I hope you have the best day. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Hustle to Happiness podcast. If this episode spoke to you, please pause right here and take a screenshot. Go share it on your social media and be sure to tag me. Seeing how my voice, my words, and my heart has lifted you up and inspired you really means the most to me. And if you can do me a favor, write a review. Let other people know what you think of this podcast. Now go hustle to your happiness.